Managing money is time-consuming, difficult, and well, sometimes just stressful. Does it leave you confused, exhausted, and frustrated? Having those countless arguments with your parents and rant sessions with your friends all leading to the same piece of advice. You need to spend responsibly and save money. But the real question is, how? How do you achieve this? Well, come discover the simple truths about money with Finlect. Better yet, deep dive with us in our weekly podcasts and learn the most practical tips and tricks that can help you lead that life of financial stability. Welcome to the first podcast of this series. Today we're in conversation with Sandy Rich Saxena. Yes, you heard that right. She is a successful financial planner and she's going to talk us through her difficult story, how important it is to embrace change and what it means to have the right financial attitude in this post-covid world. So let's get right into it. Welcome Sandy to our Finlect podcast and this is our, you know, first series, so we're very excited to have somebody as experienced as that and as interesting as yourself. So just to get, you know, started, I want you to tell us about your unique title of Tor and exactly what the story behind is behind it is. Okay, so thank you very much Monica for having me on your show and uh, I'm really honored that you have had me as your first uh, participant. So I'm going to get right into it. I have this unique title called Tor and if anybody looks up my LinkedIn profile, they'll see the reason why it's Tor. But my mantra is very simple. Why fit in when you were born to stand out? And so I created my own title that tells people who wish to know about me what I really am because I'm not just one thing. So if you look at Tor, it's um, accelerator, it's a mentor, it's a motivator, it's an arbitrator, an orator, commentators, you name it and I am that. So that's what T-O-R stands for. Does that make sense to you? Yes, of course. That's very interesting. Actually, it's something that a lot of young people will kind of relate with because many of us are trying to fit into the labels or the boxes that have been created for us. Uh, I think it's time for us all to kind of adapt and, you know, pick this tour title and become like a tour army, maybe. Um, yes. Okay. To add, uh, Monica, if you don't yeah, mind, yeah. I'd like to add a little bit on that about, you know, everybody has been boxed in. Okay, right. and when you reach your hit your thirties and forties, you suddenly realize, oh my God, I'm boxed in, and then you spend a fortune coming out of the box. So my 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 one piece of advice right at the start to all the young people that are listening out there, get out of the box. Yeah, I think because that's the future. You are the future, right? And you create what you want other people to see and how they want how they should be observing you, interacting with you. So you set the pace. Then you decide how you would like to be perceived by other people, not how other people are perceiving you. There's a change and a shift and you need to be the leaders in that. That's actually very powerful. You know, it's a very powerful thing to say because, you know, when I'm, and I'm glad that you spoke about perceptions because I know that you joined the workforce much later than, you know, the perceived or the conventional age. So how are you, you know, managing your finances? finances until that point and why did you decide to start working anyway i mean i'm sure you were comfortable in your life and with the things that you were doing so what made you change 
Okay, so let's put it this way. Uh, circumstances threw me into the deep end of the pool and I didn't know how to swim. So I was sort of struggling and gasping and for trying to find my way. So why didn't I work before? Well, I had that conventional marriage. You know, you get married in your early 20s and you've been brought up with the fact that the husband goes out to work and the wife stays at home and creates a wonderful atmosphere. And then the babies come along and then you're the good mother and the wonderful wife and the great hostess. And I was blessed and I still am to have a wonderful family. And uh, I was also blessed that my husband had an amazing job. And uh, we came from a very... Uh, middle-class family and we were always conscious of budgeting and living within our means. And when he landed this amazing job in Bahrain, we couldn't imagine that anybody could earn that much money. And uh, it took us about a year to you uh, sort of loosen our purse strings because we were still in that mode. And I wish we had stayed in that mode. Anyway, to cut a long story short, I was living the absolutely not the good life is the best life possible. Travel, vacations, clothes, jewelry, you name it, it was there. And when you have that kind of a lifestyle for close to 15, 20 years, you think, well, this is it. Nothing is ever going to change. And I was living in that false sense of security, uh, always looking to the spouse who was the person earning the money. And here was the mistake. It doesn't mean because you can earn a lot of money that you know how to manage money. And so that's where the conflict came in. And I had given up uh, pretty much the responsibility of finding out how much there was, how much debt there was, how many assets there were, et cetera, et cetera. So when we had to make this move to Dubai, my spouse didn't think it necessary even to consult with me. He just decided on his own and then informed me. So there I was, you know, thinking, why didn't you ask me? We could have discussed it or whatever, but that didn't happen. And eventually the timing was wrong. Eventually, when I did move to Dubai with my kids and my son was ready to go to university, uh, my husband informed me that the very lucrative job that he had, uh, the contract had been canceled, not because of him, but for some disputes that were out of his control. So here we were, living again, the wonderful lifestyle, not thinking about money as such, you know, everything was supposed to be the way it was and uh, no money. And I had my son getting ready to go to university, my daughter in a very expensive school, rented a massive house and I was absolutely in shock. So to cut a long story short, we ran into uh, a lot of debt and if it hadn't been for my family, my sister, who bought all the groceries for us, my brother who paid the rent, we would have been absolutely ruined. But the turning point came when my husband collapsed in a restaurant in Abu Dhabi. And uh, when I went to see him in the general ward or the male uh, ward in the hospital, I was completely shattered because that was when it really struck home that where have we come how low have we gone? Where else can we be? What should I be doing? I mean, I just cannot sit on my uh, backside, to be honest, and uh, expect everything to fall into place. And that's when I decided I needed to get a job. But then came the wonderful part. And that's the reason why I have a profile and not a CV, because I couldn't write a CV. And my sister, who was in recruitment, said to me, honey, I don't wish to burst your bubble, but uh, other than your name and the fact that you have a college degree and a driver's license, there's nothing more. 
So what do you expect people to see about what you can do, how capable you are? And she did send me to a couple of interviews, but unfortunately, it was a no every time. So I learned a very good lesson then. People were not willing to see who I was. People were not willing to understand who I was. People were not willing to give me an opportunity, take a chance on me. It was, unless you fit the mold, I'm sorry, we don't have anything for you. Yeah. And but then, yeah. This is, this is something that's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's unique. Your story is unique to you, obviously. But it's also something that a lot of young people are facing, especially young graduates, you know. Uh, they've just come out of, the, of, or out of university. They don't have enough experience. Like yourself, they don't have anything to put on a CV. So I think your struggle and your story will resonate and will be understood by this crowd, you know, young graduates who are looking so um, desperately to find the right match for for their uh, interests and abilities? I think one of the most important things that I would like to share with all uh, the people who will be listening in at some stage or the other is always, always believe in yourself. Don't let anybody tell you that you are not capable. And that's what saw me through because I have a very strong belief in myself. And the other thing that I always believe in is the power of prayer. Now, I'm not a religious person, so I just prayed to the universe. But my prayer was very constant. It never changed. And it was open one door for me. That's it. Right. And no matter how many times I was rejected, I never complained. My prayer was consistent. Open one door for me. Mm -hmm. That's it. So I was not picking and choosing which door. And that's another thing. The universe will give you what you really need. You just have to trust that. Yeah, so, because it's it's extremely interesting how you went from being like, uh, you know, if I'm allowed to say, like taking the back seat in the financial decisions and making any critical decisions for the family. And then boom, you know, years later, you've already established your own joint venture, which is so interesting. It's called Business Beyond Gender. And at the same time, you're doing all of this consultancy work. So tell us a little bit about your, you know, both your professional and your financial journey from then, you know, the Sandy who took the back seat, and now the Sandy who's almost Sandy Rich Saxena, right? Yes. And it is, isn't it surprising that Richard was my maiden name? And so when oh. my daughter when my daughter created my Facebook page, she called it Sandy Rich. <laughs> and uh, it sort of just resonated with the fact that I'm in financial planning and I talk about savings and investments and, and being stable and being able to fulfill your dreams and your ambitions and enjoy your life. And it all requires you to be rich. So that's why it became Sandy Rich Saxena. Well, this has been a very interesting conversation with Sandy so far. And honestly, we're very excited to take you through the deep dive of the tips and tricks that she's going to be teaching us in our episode next week. So until then, stay responsible and stay aware. And of course, get the Finlect app and learn how to be more mindful with your money.